Hey, welcome. Glad to be with you. Uh, we have uh, some of the must-have handguns for every situation in 2024. Uh, this is from uh, Dave Luttrell at uh, Gun and Tactical. We'll go over some of those firearms. But first, uh, we have uh, from Modern Arms, uh, Skinny Connected Gas... Uh, no, it's not. He's he's lost weight, but he's not a skinny connected <laughs> I, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> it's, it, it's Larry from Modern Arms at the Brown Station location. Yeah, Good morning. He takes a can of uh, tomato soup or uh, uh, tomato juice, and, and he looks like a thermometer. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't, I didn't recognize him because he's so less snuggly than he used to be. Some lady, well, it was cold out. He was dressed pretty, yeah. pretty warmly. Uh, the other voice you hear is Scott Van Kirk, former law enforcement, uh, Second Amendment supporter, and uh, firearms trainer. And then, uh, as if it isn't enough, we have a rose between two thorns. Yeah. Uh, we got a girl and a gun back on board with us this morning. Good morning. Amy Hess, good morning. Amy, I apologize for you having to sit there between those two. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of trying to keep my distance. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you lost a bet and you had to sit yeah. there between them. Uh, all right, so in addition to all that, uh, we are going to have uh, the folks from uh, Gun Owners of America on the program. I like these guys because they really do fight uh, for, for, for uh, gun rights. The Second Amendment, Luis Valdez, is going to be with us. He is a former law enforcement. Uh, he's a Miami native and a first-generation-born American uh, from Cuban parents. Uh, so he's going to talk about, among other things, uh, law enforcement's response to what happened in Kansas City. Really amazing. It, it, uh, I watched the press conference, and Larry, it, uh, gun control didn't come up for the first three minutes. I was impressed. That's actually, that's actually quite impressive and, yeah. and noteworthy <laughs> that, that it wasn't the lead, uh, the lead burner on that, uh, which, you know, you just get used to hearing, um, is, uh, you know, we gotta, gotta pass more laws and, yeah. and, and I'm glad they didn't focus on that right out of the shoot. Certainly it came around to that, but, um, yeah, a horrific event and, um, I'm glad for the rapid response and able to save a lot of lives. That's... Now, Super I heard, and I don't know, I haven't gotten any validation of this. I heard that uh, one of the weapons used in this shooting was an AK-47. Has anybody heard that? I have heard I've that. heard it like sixth hand yeah, and with no sighted. Yeah. No, no data on I, that. To be perfectly honest, it's just as likely that somebody said it somewhere and grabbed it up because I have seen nothing official uh, identifying any of the weapons. I have heard handgun. That's all I've heard is handguns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how do you go into a crowd uh, in that kind of weather and conceal an AK-47? I, I don't, it didn't seem plausible. Uh, it's it's possible, I'm not saying it's not, but it's it's not, um, it's it's just not plausible. Uh, in any case, it was a, it was a tragedy, uh, and uh, we'll talk about it in greater detail a little later in the program. There is... A story um, that kind of caught my eye, and I wanted to uh, kick this around with all of you and see what you think. Uh, it is uh, Massachusetts gun control is working uh, great. It's, it's a facetious headline. Uh, they talk about police in Springfield. They seized five illegal guns, including two machine guns and eight Glock switches after executing a search warrant. And the Glock switches is the question I, I'm kind of circling around. If they were legal, if they were legal, Scott, would you get one and put it on your Glock? Eh, boy, I might, but I'd probably take it off a lot. It seems like one of those, uh, It's it, 
To me, to me, full auto is like super overrated unless you have an unlimited supply of ammunition. So when I was in the military and when I was in law enforcement, um, the wonderful taxpayers of the United States paid for my ammunition. So <laughs> that's and, a lot better position to be in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, with the fun, and, with and, the fun button. And in those and in those uh, situations, it made a lot more sense for the use of them. I mean, we had a, a real purpose behind it, things like that. So obviously, we trained with them and everything else like that. If I'm buying the ammunition, I am real full auto averse because you can go through a lot of ammunition very quickly. And I know Larry's got a significant uh, class three experience. I don't know about Amy's machine gun experience. A little bit. A little bit. Mm -hmm. But you can see immediately where that's going to start costing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, if I was Elon Musk, I would have the most amazing class three (laughs) collection in the world. Well, well, let me ask you, Scott, would you think it was effective uh, an aid in self-defense? No, 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 no. Uh, no. no. Right. Full, no. full auto is 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 for the offense. It's not for yeah. the defense. Yeah, it's it, it's for for with, for, with, for battlefield techniques right. that, that that allow you to shoot and move and and you know right. and, and and keep people's heads down. You know, and it, we, it's and we use impressive it in, fire. It, right. It's not right. not an effective defense tool in any way. And we used it in SWAT because we used nine millimeter submachine guns. We yeah. weren't using rifles, and it was a fast. And even then. It was two-round press, two-round press, two-round press. All it was was a way to get two rounds into a threat faster than you could get two rounds normally into a threat in semi-automatic. So it was two-round press, two-round press, two-round press. And that was a ballistic issue. Once we switched to rifles, we did everything in semi-automatic. So, Amy, let me see if you you would agree with me on this. I would get one just for the fun of it. Uh, for the novelty of it. Yeah, but we don't have your money, Gary. <laughs> but I would, well, uh, you know, you can 3D print the damn things. You don't, you don't have to be Nelson Rockefeller. No, I meant, I meant for the ammunition. Yeah, yeah it would be, you, you would, you would get one for the fun of it just to go out once in a while and, and have some fun. Mm-hmm. But for self-defense, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want that. For self-defense, I would not. Just because it'd be too easy to, especially in a stressful situation, to press that trigger a little longer than you wanted to. Yeah, you'd be out of ammunition. And if you didn't take Mm -hmm. out all the bad guys. Yeah. I want to know exactly where each one of my rounds is going. Yeah, so I I don't know what the the big stink is about them. Mm -hmm. I would want one. Uh, And and I would, uh, I'd feel more comfortable and I do feel more good just being, you know, squ- squeezing off one round at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for me. Um, d- do you think, Larry, they can actually stop the proliferation of these things? Because they're 3D printable. Well, we've done a great job with our war on drugs. So, yeah, it should be no problem to uh, eliminate uh, illegal. we got all uh, the checklists. we got the border yeah, secure. The illegal <laughs> activities. I mean, so, so, you know, passing the law eliminates the threat. Uh, so, yeah, they've done their job. No, no problem. A lot of these are coming in from China. How the hell are they getting? The first ones, are my understanding, came in from China. Um, and that's where the the real prolification 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 proliferation prolification that's a new word I invented today. That's a new word. I'm yeah. liking that one. You watch for it at the end of the year. Webster's will be listening it. Yeah. The prolification. I love it. Like George W. Bush prolification. Um, <laughs> How many is a Brazil? I, so, I so missed. I so missed W. Um, but the, they all came in from China, and if you've um, yeah. and with the the. The ability to, to 3D print them, you right. know, the, the files are out there. It's it's not a yeah. Put that genie in the bottle. I don't. I don't, I don't see know that. how you put that back yeah. in them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, it's I, mean, just, I think that you could go. I think you significantly be because of the one the the where the community in which they seem to be seeing an upsurge in is is within your gangs and some other things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that if you did some targeted law enforcement aimed at criminals, Ooh, that might yeah. help some stuff. People breaking the I'm law. I'm just saying. Enforce that, our existing laws. Right, that might get you and, somewhere. Yeah, do yeah. some. But do I mean, some, that's radical. Yeah, that is. Yeah. a pretty <laughs> radical idea. <laughs> well, you know, they're not going to comply. That's the problem. It's like, hey, please stop. No, okay, well, we'll go find somebody else and ask them to stop. I mean, if we arrested people for yeah and and, and 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 charge them and and held them in in jail until I don't their, until I don't, their trial look at you you radical you like off the streets really radical I would oh be, yeah it would never work listen we're up against the clock we got to take a quick break we'll come back and talk about some must-have handguns for 2024 on Gary on guns. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. Uh, Larry Whalen is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. You oh, know yeah. it. And uh, he's not alone. Scott Van Kirk is uh, also on board, former law enforcement firearms trainer. And, of course, Amy Hess with us, a girl Hi. and a gun. Hey, good morning. Uh, I, I'm not sure that you can really come up with a uh, top ten list uh, of guns to have for every situation. Uh, but it is kind of fun to to look at uh, some people's ideas and and see if they resonate. Uh, some of these are uh, new for 2024, so we uh, we don't have a lot of information on all the guns, but we'll see what what uh, you know information Larry might have on some of them. Oh yeah, uh, like I know. Come on. Well, I'll at least have my opinion about them. That's for yeah, sure. That's well, of course. I'm an expert uh, on my opinion. Are you familiar with the FN 509? I am. It's a great little gun. You uh, like it? Uh yeah. Um, it's not one I've adopted myself, uh, but they they make some world class guns. Uh, did some rep work for FN years past before this gun was th- this model was released. But uh, you know, incredible uh, design and and uh, is that a striker good, or hammer. It's a striker driven gun. Um, good. It's it's hit the market well. Um, FNs are super reliable and and hard to beat. They're good good gun for the money for sure. Don't worry, Scott. We're going to get to a wheel gun for you. Ooh. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, what about the Sig P365 uh, X Marco? Uh, I I I love I love the P365 series. Um, the X Macro is their uh, 17 round capacity gun, which is just an inch thick, and have the same capacity as a full size Glock 17 is amazing. Um, the the whole P365 line is is very versatile. Uh, great triggers, striker driven. Modular fire control, so you can um, reconfigure that same serial number into smaller, um, down down to their ten round grip frame if you wanted to. Um, so there, it's it's a very good platform. I, it's one of my personal favorites. Uh, I, I like the P three sixty five from Sigs. Uh, uh, Dave Luttrell has uh, written at uh, Gun and Tactical that these are the top ten must have handguns for every situation in twenty twenty four. He included the Smith and Wesson uh, Shield Plus. Scott, I love the plus. You're a shield plus. I guy. am a shield plus, yeah. but I was a shield guy. Well, yeah. I was looking for a, a a small, thin, easily concealable nine millimeter. I went with a Smith and Wesson shield that I bought from Larry Whalen back when it used to just <laughs> hold six or eight rounds. Right. Yeah. yeah and now the the shield plus is thirteen. Yep, thirteen. And you can use the new equalizer equalizer mag. So fifteen round. So your your extra mag, your spare, yeah, can be a, essentially again that full size capacity. 
fits in there nicely. I love the shield, and the plus has the good trigger. They yes. went. For, it's even better than the 2.0. It's, it's continued to evolve right. since its original release. And again, this is that that one inch thick concealed carry nine millimeter. Um, and the the plus with 13 round standard capacity is an amazing uh, shooter. It, you know, it uses a, a dual compression rate recoil spring. So even though it's a very small gun, it shoots like a much larger gun. It doesn't have that snap that my old Keltec P um, PF9 has. <laughs> oh my gosh, I still have that gun, and I, I don't enjoy shooting. I never did, but it was it was the only alternative at the mm -hmm. time. It, it was le leading the industry, and now. So many of the companies have come along with the one-inch thick, uber-capacity guns. Um, you know, as long as you can hold on to them, man, they're mechanically accurate. If, if you can, if you can hold them still, they are they're shooters. And if I'm doing semi-automatic handgun stuff, if I'm carrying a semi-auto, if I'm doing a class, um, I'm shooting my plus. It's the the holsters and the accessories are prolific. They now offer optic cut ones, which. Um, I either need to buy one or I need to do something to get one that I can play with in the red dot arena. I love the Plus. I can't recommend it enough. How about the uh, Smith & Wesson, the CSX 9mm? Uh, uh, this, okay, so that's the aluminum frame, hammer-driven yep. um, little uh, uber uh, high-capacity gun, double-stack again. Mm -hmm. Same capacities as the Shield Plus. We've gone uh, to an exposed external hammer away from a striker-driven gun. Um, it's a solid performer. Right. I, I like that platform. I have... Uh, it's, it's a double single, right? It's no, it, it's, it's single uh, single action. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's single oh, action you're gun. Cocked, huh? Yeah, so it, it's designed for 1911 style carry. Well, we're trying to peel off a little bit of the old guys who carry 1911. Well, you know, yeah. the um, yeah, I got the competitors in there. The, <laughs> the, 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 Kimber, the Kimbers offer the, the hammer-driven guns. The SIG offers the hammer-driven guns. Uh, in that same one-inch thick category, uh, Smith really led the led the the charge into a high-capacity hammer-driven inch-thick gun with the CSX. Um, I've I've been somewhat underwhelmed at the crispness of the trigger. It seems uh, most of those single-action guns have very very light, very nice short trigger. The, the CSX, the, the couple that I've had a chance to shoot. I wasn't really pleased with that. I've seen too much pre-travel. Yeah, too much travel on the trigger and and just overall weight. Uh, I don't have a, a spring tension gauge. I, I swore I'd never buy one if it's a good trigger and I shoot it well. I like it and it's the right weight. Um, so I don't know the the poundage on them, but I've seen there are some um, some aftermarket parts to make those CSXs into some really fine triggers as as aftermarket. There's the uh, Ruger LCP Max. It's a 380. Uh, are the 380 rounds uh, improved enough that that you guys feel really comfortable with them? Yes, and the the reliability of the modern 380s to feed the hollow point right. ammunition has has come so far along. Um, years ago, had the uh, old AMT 380 uh, single stack. You can get one round out of that. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a one hit wonder. It, it, it was it was a wonder if you got a second shot or not. Um, but the 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 feeding reliability of the the modern high capacity 380s along with the modern hollow point ammunition, makes it a very viable tool. It's a great little pocket rocket. We sell a lot of those LCP Maxes. That's yeah. a great gun. You can pocket carry that gun super easy. It comes from the factory with a pocket holster. Um, you it, can buy yourself a 22 version of it if you want to save a little bit on ammunition for, yep, training, for training purposes. 
or just carry the 22 one. Amy, do you have a favorite uh, round that you like? Do you prefer 9mm, 380, uh, 45? What? what? Nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. <laughs> all the way, yeah. And I try to keep all my guns in that same caliber. Just because Yo, it makes it easier. Just for efficiency yeah. of uh, efficiency. Yeah. Uh, efficiency yeah. of feeding them. Yeah. Boy, that train left the station a long time yeah. ago for me and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Early on I thought, I oh, will I will own all the calibers. And I soon realized, man, NATO calibers are really nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll let somebody else filter out all the all the wildcats. I'll just buy mainstream calibers now. But yeah, the nine millimeter is the one I carry. Unless some the most. really cool non mainstream <clears throat> caliber comes out. Uh, you, you know, know they can get you they can get you eight, five seven got you eight six yeah i know you can say technically five seven is nato but <laughs> five seven got you <laughs> yeah I, I i went all all in on the five seven yeah i love the five seven all right let me move on uh taurus uh gx4 uh great product uh taurus makes uh really good guns they, they hit a price point that's super aggressive uh they are imported uh come in the country uh, from brazil but uh, the Tauruses are a, a solid performer. Um, it's not one I stock quite often, but we do have them available for special order all the time. And finally, we do this for, for Scott Van Kirk. Uh, the Ruger, uh, the LCR 357. Uh, yes, 357 is a great one. If you want to have it in 357 and load it with 38 plus P's. That's going to be my recommendation. <laughs> I shot all five rounds of 357 out of my LCRX and... Uh, Wow. wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> that that gun is very, very light. It mm -hmm. it, it is highly it is, concealable. It is great designed shooter. to fire a three fifty seven. It's just not it's, fun to fire three fifty seven. Let's put it this way. It's capable. Capable. It's yeah. more than capable of firing three fifty seven. The operator, not so much. A lot of uh -huh. recoil. All right. A lot of recoil. Yeah, thanks. Uh so I I got uh, a couple of uh, stories that uh, Larry Whalen sent, uh including Congress might somehow try to outlaw church security teams? What, are they absolutely out of their minds? Yes, is Congress out of their minds? The answer is yes, Gary, they are. Okay, well then we can move on because we... <laughs> I don't see anybody arguing that point. Uh, militia ban proposal in Congress. Mm -hmm. God, you know, the Second Amendment was designed to make Congress afraid of us. Well, it's obvious from the, the drafting of these um, bills is, is that the Congress is, is worried about people uh, having guns, worried about an armed citizenry, and they, they're they looking to pass some laws, uh, framing it around the events of, of January 6th, you know, saying that, um, you know, militias are bad and, and armed people that, that have taken training are bad. And, and a group of three or more people that train, um, that that could be classed as a militia, a paramilitary activity. and uh, if which, you, which would virtually eliminate every it would eliminate group. all training right yeah you couldn't even do one-on-one -on -one training because if if you had taught more than three people <clears throat> then they would you're, loop that together you're the as, colonel of the militia then yeah exactly. and all, uh, we also have perhaps a fourth amendment uh, violation all that coming up in the next segment on gary on guns hey welcome glad to have you with us uh from modern arms at the brown station location the voice of larry whalen Good the morning. the uh svelte Larry Whalen, you realize as cold as it is outside, you'd be a lot more comfortable if you had some of that fluff. Yeah, that's a kind if word. You were, for it. If you were more snugly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right. Scott Van Kirk is with us. Yeah. I sometimes buy uh, firearms for a modern arms at the Brown Station location. Thank you. 
You know, we got... Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. But let me, let, me, uh, let me get in here and uh, chat about Amy Hess. She's with a girl and a gun. And uh, I'm rather excited that she's been uh, coming on the program, that Larry's been bringing her in. Well, uh, we needed an actual expert, so that's why we that's got right. started bringing Amy. Yeah. Right. People pretty much know all of our BS. Yeah, we're, yeah, we've already said it all. So yeah, it's good to have a fresh, uh, fresh voice, fresh face in the studio. Yeah, but if there's uh, anything I like to see uh, more, I don't know what it is than women who are protecting themselves and learning how to uh, defend themselves. Uh, because there's a distinct advantage uh, in a physical uh, confrontation. And it's it's good to know that there are women out there that are, are learning to carry and to shoot and uh, know the law, and girl in a gun really helps with that. Growing faster every day. And that's, that's beautiful. If mm-hmm. somebody is listening to us, maybe they're on the Internet, maybe they're here in Columbia, Missouri, who knows, uh, and they want more information about a girl in a gun, how do they get it? The best place to go is just on the national website. It's a girlandagun.org. And once you get there, you can see all about a girl and a gun and everything it has to offer, all the training, um, and then also um, the, the chapters. You can find a chapter. We've got chapters in almost every state and multiple chapters in states. And just go to your state, click on it, and find the you know where the closest chapter is. If there's not a close a chapter close to you, there is um, what they have is the e chapter, which is an online chapter, and they have a facilitator for that also. So they get online training. Can't, you know it, it's uh, training is just the most important thing. Agree. Um, you can buy the gun. What was that uh, uh, line that uh, Tim Oliver used to say? Just because you buy a violin doesn't make you a musician or something? Go. Just because you own a guitar doesn't make you a musician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got the wrong instrument, but the right idea. Well, you know, you're more you're more classically trained. You, you know, we're used to listening to, to Bach and Brahms and, and things like I that. I thought it was a fiddle. I didn't oh, even you know it was a violin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, really. Larry thought Beethoven's fifth was a bottle of whiskey. So who knows? It'd be a really good bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it would certainly it would be aged. Oh, easy. Don't jump on it. I know you guys are thinking. <laughs> hey, you're old, Gary. Is that what you're talking Isn't about? about uh, yeah. <laughs> It's not even that we're thinking it. We just pretty much know it. (laughs) Let's get get powder horn guns and archery in here because that just goes Oh, they know you're old, too. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I can't even do the show with Hanson. All right. Let's (laughs) let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, Congress to to outlaw church security teams. We we, we sort of teased this uh, a little while ago. uh, Prohibition of unauthorized private paramilitary activity is where they've lumped all that in uh to where if you were um it it really focuses on on training um but if you publicly drill or patrol engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury or death um that would be classified as an illegal activity uh if you interfere interrupt or attempt to interfere interrupt with government operations oh wait that's that's already a crime. It's already against the law. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interfere or uh, interfere with or intimidate another person or person's exercise uh, under their constitutional rights. Well, that's, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's already, already, already yeah. a crime. Huh. Assume the functions of law enforcement. Hmm? Well, that's, that's already, also, that's already, also a, crime, already yeah. a crime. Yeah. Uh, train to engage in activities described in the, uh, in the above, uh, above listings. So if you train... It's basically the government saying they're afraid of of of, a, of an armed population, and that well, they're they're afraid of a trained population. Well, even even 
um, back to that original, the first part of that yeah. paragraph, I think um, any martial arts would fall within that. Uh, they're, 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 they, it would be, but they're, they're, they're focusing on the weapon. Okay. They, they are focusing on the weapon, and uh, they also somehow laced a magazine capacity into this well, also, <laughs> and it's not clear whether that's uh, only for the the groups uh, doing paramilitary activity or if that was just and and banned on all high capacity magazines i don't know what they're and it's 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 not clearly the, written skip to the very end and see if the last sentence says and all guns are illegal and all guns are illegal <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and and all guns are illegal and, uh, and, and who's the idiot? I mean, who's the uh, uh, politician that? A Markley, uh, Mr. Markley. Um, I'm going to get his state wrong. I apologize, uh, Senator Markley. New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts. Ma yeah, Massachusetts or Maine. Yeah. yeah. And he see, I, I don't see it, this. It going. is um, what is the, the bill? The uh, uh, 118th Congress, second session. Uh, Three uh, three five eight nine is the is the statute uh, that is proposed. Three five eight nine introduced by Mister Markley. I so, don't see that getting through Congress at this point. Well, we certainly hope not. But I, I bring it in because I want to. I just want to shine light on how the anti gunners and and how politicians are afraid of and want to want to further control and and curtail the the our exercising of our Second Amendment rights. And, you know, I, I, I just hate that, that things like this, I don't even see this one getting traction, but I just hate that, that senators would, would propose such a bill. Uh, they, it's because they don't understand, not just the Second Amendment, but what the Founding Fathers envisioned uh, for, for this country. Yeah, and we, the Founding Fathers' vision was that uh, no politician would get too powerful and that they would fear if they tried to exercise too much power, that the citizens could revolt. Yeah. That was the whole point. Exactly. Liberty, yeah. Individual yeah. liberty instead of uh, tyranny of, and control of the state. And but, slowly that's and, turned around, and now we're all afraid of the state, and, and, they, and they want us to be completely naked. They want us to have no self-defense. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. They'll take care of us. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah, it's, yeah, fine. That, be, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Sure. Turn in your guns. That's it worked fine. out for the yeah, Indians. That's, that's right. fine. You're going yeah. ma to make an omelet. Some eggs are going to get broken. It'll be okay. It'll <laughs> all even out. Uh, Larry, tell me about this, uh, the government buying gun owners' location data. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh, gosh. Um, the... Uh, the, the government agencies have have been on record um, purchasing firearms owner um, lists lists of firearms owners and um, geolocation data from private companies that aggregate that data for marketing purposes. Well, there was a statute that uh, prohibited the government from creating such lists, but. There, doesn't prevent them it doesn't from prevent using. them from buying the lists. <laughs> so they have purchased the list. Um, there is a, uh, a letter that was written, uh, signed by 24, 25 uh, House members um, requesting some action on this uh, through DOJ to hold the, uh, the offending agencies accountable, which we know will never happen. Um, so it, it's kind of a symbolic uh, gesture by, by the House members to... to 
throw throw a flag and say, hey, you, you know, you can't do this. It's it's against the law that was written, and um, just because you found a workaround, well, we'll just we'll just buy it from third party companies that that sell it as market information. Um, so no, yeah, the, the, the no, yeah. The government agencies are absolutely <laughs> creating lists of gun owners um, outside the statutes, outside the law, uh, acting lawlessly, uh, unconstitutionally. And it's, it's just hopeful that at some point they'll be held in check. Um, what about this push to get credit card companies to put pro- firearms purchases uh, in a separate category? Uh, is is there any credit card company that's going, no, we're not doing that? Uh, or are they all on board? I don't know the details on that one. At one time, Discover had pushed back slightly, but I don't know if they've uh, come around to government's way of looking at things or not. The whole, the whole thing about, you know, if uh, they're MAGA Trump fans or it's like, who puts that on a receipt? How, how would they know? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Well, they just assume if you were a liberty-loving American that you were a, a, a Trumpian, right? Right. Which they'd be. Which in many cases they'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I am frustrated uh, that uh, they keep pushing this uh, and they keep trying. Uh, they they don't they don't um, recognize. And, and say, well, look, all right, it, it, this isn't right. It's not legal. Constitution prevents it. Uh, we're just going to enforce the laws that we've got. We'll try it. They never get to that point. It's always the gun, the gun, the gun. Uh, and it's frustrating to me. Uh, the the um, president went to the National Rifle Association. And he said that he will be the best friend of gun owners. And the NRA gave him a wonderful response. And I'm... Because the NRA is a political organization, not a pro-gun or pro-Second Amendment organization. Which is... I got to tell you, and I... (laughs) I did not renew my uh, NRA membership. Nor did I, as soon as Green Valley switched over to allowing me to belong to Gun Owners of America instead, or the Second Amendment Foundation... Uh, which of which I'm a member of both of them. Yeah, join them all. Yeah, I got enough backpacks and pocket knives and flashlights. Really, I was going to, there goes my <laughs> Christmas idea for you. Yeah. <laughs> I had, was going to take a backpack and I was going to cram it full of hats and cheap Chinese <laughs> knives and give it to you for Christmas. <laughs> Over the years, you've collected them. Uh, no, I would rather use my money to find a group that would actually fight for the Second Amendment. And that's what I, uh, that's what I do. That's why... I, uh, I switched to, to Gun Owners of America. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying the NRA doesn't do any good, and I'm not trying to tell people you can't join or don't join. I guess every little bit helps. Uh, but I just think Gun Owners of America are the uh, are the group that really is is doing all the fighting. Then they're going to be with us so about 45 minutes from now. I'm Gary on Guns. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. By the way, if you want to call in, if you've got a question, eight hundred. Five two nine five five seven two. Get you in or go to GaryNolan.com. Send a message. It will pop up in studio. We don't use cookies. It's just a way to communicate with us. Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown, at the Brown Station, Station, Station location. With a rifle Scott. raffle. Sorry. 
Scott, Scott Franklin. Did I hear rifle raffle at Modern Arms? Yeah, Scott Van Kirk. Scott Van Kirk is with us, uh, former law enforcement, Second Amendment trainer. And, uh, of course, uh, there is uh, Amy Hess, and she is with A Girl and a Gun. A uh, great organization. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, rifle raffle? Rifle what? raffle. What? what? Rifle raffle. Even if you don't play, it's fun it. to say. Rifle <laughs> raffle. No, we're helping the Columbia Professional Firefighters, Local 1055, with the uh, 2024 uh, shooting sports raffle. This is a year-long raffle. The first drawing starts the first Friday in April, runs through the last Friday in March. Just as before, tickets are $50, but that $50 ticket is in 52 weekly drawings. Even when you win, you're put back in. It is the greatest way to uh, get uh, registered to win some prizes. We're giving away 26 guns, 26 non-guns. Every other week, it's a firearm. So swing by Modern Arms or find a firefighter and get your firefighter's raffle tickets for the uh, 2024 shooting sports raffle. Rifle raffle at Modern Arms. Brown Station location. I, yeah, I wasn't going to interrupt. I was going to wait for that last. It's fun to say. Modern <laughs> Arms at the Brown Station location? Is that where we're talking about, yeah, Larry? Yeah. Okay. Fire, yeah. <laughs> rifle raffle. <laughs> All right. Is it okay if I pitch that? Talk about the rifle raffle? You should today? talk about that, Larry. I just wanted to bring it up. It's, okay. it's too late. We won't, we can't let you do that. Did I win last week? Um, th- th- There's not a drawing until the first Friday in April. Oh, okay. So, so, I besides, Scott, so I if still you have managed both to lose without the... even, there even being a raffle. <laughs> Okay. Besides, Scott, if, you have, if you've got both halves of the ticket, you can't win. I haven't bought my losing ticket yet. Larry will give you both <laughs> That's why halves. why you didn't win. <laughs> oh, that has, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Uh, the secret to the perfect hidden gun storage place. Uh, and, and I'm going to go over this with you guys because I, I think there's uh, some pretty lousy ideas here. Uh, and a couple well, humorous ones. Uh, but let me go grab a phone call here. Rick is on in Hallsville. Uh, Rick, good morning. Yes, Gary, you know, you all talk about the Glocks and this, that, and the other. And uh, I have a Glock 22C. Uh, it's just a, a favorite hand piece that I have. And uh, But I have a friend that always wants it. And uh, what is so special about that or what kind of comments you might have on that? The Model 22C is a compensated uh, barrel. 40 cal, 40, 40, 40 cal compensated, correct? Yes. Yeah, so they, they just weren't in Cut production it. for very long. Uh, they, they Glock produced thousands of them, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. the, the compensated guns were a... Um, it's a production run that has sunset. You can't currently buy a new mm-hmm. uh, Glock 22C. Um, so Which, they're, they're sought after by some collectors. It, mm-hmm. it does help mitigate that 40 caliber recoil. Uh, it, yeah. One of the drawbacks to the compensated gun is it does put a lot of debris in right. the in the air in front of the shooter, mm-hmm. um, so you get a lot more and, uh, and may restrict your ability to do a lot of close work. Yeah, um, ret- shooting from retention or pectoral index or a number of other things because you're getting a lot of flash. Yep. Yeah, and then yeah, if, well, and, if, and if Glock stopped uh, dropped them from their catalog, at least are not currently in production. It probably means that sales dropped off at some point and no longer was an issue where they were making as much money as they wanted to on them. Yeah. Well, it's just a favorite of mine. I don't have any intention of parting with, but uh, I just wanted to hear from you experts. Experts. Well, there you go. Wait, well, wait, just, wait, just, wait a who, minute. Who should have asked Amy? Amy didn't, Amy didn't chime in. Yeah, who, who came yeah. in? We just made uh, some stuff up and told you we should have asked Amy. <laughs> 
All right, Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on uh, Gary on Guns. Uh, storing a, a firearm, and if you've got uh, kids, it's even more tricky. You want the firearm to be accessible, but you don't want it to be visible. You don't want kids to find it. Uh, and, and putting it in a safe can sometimes be counterproductive because, you know, the, the adrenaline is flowing and you're trying to hit the right buttons or, or whatever. It can be a bit of a challenge. So this article at uh, Gun News Daily said there are some some places that you can hide. <laughs> We're going to have fun with this. I know. I can see it coming. Uh, dirty clothes, they said. No one uh, look through your dirty clothes, even if it's a child, a guest, or a burglar. It may be placed on a chair or thrown in a dirty clothes bin. If anyone passes by it, they'll never even think to search through a pile of clothes only you will know that the gun is hidden there, and you'll be able to pull it out easily. Until it lands in the washer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm not, probably not going to adopt that new storage method, Gary. Thanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you saw a pair of Scott's boxers yeah, on the... no. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, from a practical standpoint, when you hear that big clunk into the tub of the washing machine, dig through there and find out what you put in. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, look, a full magazine. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened at my house before. Oh, I've done that. You know, oh. after you've washed it, that ammo does still function. I've, I've tried it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than being shot with a clean round. Yeah. <laughs> in this one I just don't see ever working. In an empty food box, uh, what home invader or guest ever starts going through your food? I think a lot of burglars do that. I think they... Uh, the old adage is you always check the freezer for cash. Yeah. Because that was mm -hmm. something that always went... You know, you remember, Gary, back ago, when you didn't trust did banks uh -huh. in, the, in the 20s, you'd oh, hide actually, money? actually, Scott, to tell you the truth, uh, <laughs> we didn't have... We didn't have freezers. We used an ice box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, know? I got you. I got yeah. you. Horse-drawn ice uh, blocks yes. brought to the house there, yeah. Yeah. Actually, my <laughs> grandfather did do that for a living. That was his... He was an ice man. Um, anyway, they say that um, they might grow through your stash uh, into a box of something delicious, uh, such as cookies, but if you hide it in a cereal box... It might be more difficult to find. I would think the kids would find that. I I ax that. I, I, yeah, I I think there's there's safe ways to store guns. I don't think you've listed any of them here, Gary. Uh, not so far. <laughs> Pottery closet. We'll go over it. Uh, we also have show and tell, and your calls coming up on Gary and Guns. <laughs>